the volume. Oral Sessions is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. This is Cassie. And this is Jesse, And you are listening to Oral Sessions. <laughs> and you might know us from Off Her Chops. Off Her Chops, the podcast. Off Her Chops, the podcast. Uh, look, good friend Renee, she gave us a little ring-a-ding-ding on the phone and said, guys, I need you to help me out. I'm, I'm going on maternity leave. I'm, I'm popping out the baby and I'm going to have time away. And we said, what do you need, Renee? <laughs> and she said, just come on and, and host one of my oral sessions. And we said, of course, whatever you need done, whatever you need. So, Cass, we're here. We're either we're ready to go. And who do we have lined up for today? Our guest today, two women we have been dying to get in the ring with. They are AEW's Tainara Conti and Anna J. Ladies, welcome. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. Look, I'm going to start off with a hard-hitting question first off. Uh, I want to know what you both uh, eat and what your workout schedule is like um, because, wow, you guys look great. Look great. Well, let's be honest. We both eat pizza and burger almost every day. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's you. I actually try to eat really healthy so I can have abs like her, but I still don't. Anna, let me ask you, my darling, you're so beautiful. Just look at you, just sitting there, you bloody angel, you. <laughs> um, I wanted to get into how you kind of got into the dark order and work, what, what was working with Brody like. So um, whenever I first got signed, they had talked about putting me in the dark order and then they kind of went back and forth on whether or not it was a good fit for me. And I didn't know if it was a good fit for me either, obviously, but I was going to do whatever. Um, And I actually met Brody the day that I got signed and he was super sweet. Um, And then when I actually joined, everyone was super welcoming. All the guys were, um, especially him. I felt like he was like a big brother, father figure at work for me, like always helping, always welcoming, always joking around and made me feel comfortable. And he would always help me too. I always say like he would watch my stuff and then give me feedback. And I didn't even ask for that. So we didn't have to, especially now it's like, it really means a lot to me because now I don't have that exactly in the dark order, just a bunch of knuckleheads, but we're great. So what was the best piece of advice he gave you? He always said, you know, whenever I went out there, like basically to treat it like it was real. Obviously, you don't hurt anyone, but just to go out there and just have the mindset of like, this is real and it'll be portrayed that way. So that helped a lot. Oh, I love that. I feel like that's kind of lost in pro wrestling these days where people are just kind of playing the role of a pro wrestler. But when we treat it like it's real, like you're saying, I feel like it just tells a story so much easier. Exactly. And like you said, it's like people really believe it then. So it helps. He's definitely watching down on everyone. We've got our angel up there. Oh my gosh. Whoa, I want to start crying. I saw a red cardinal today and and I was like, I feel like that means something. So I Googled it and it's it's basically like an angel watching you. I've never seen a red cardinal today. And today I saw one and I was like, I thought to myself, I'm not really, I can't think of who that might be. And of course it's today because I'm like, with you guys. We're oh. talking. You <laughs> freaked me out then. I was like, what's wrong? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Now, Tay, you are from Rio de Janeiro. 
Brazil. Did I say that right with my accent? <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah, you did. Correct. Okay, lovely. And you're quite fascinating to me because you grew up, I've got here, I've got my notes here, guys. I've got black belt in judo, blue belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And this is something that I didn't even know about you. You participated in the trials for the Brazilian Olympic team for the 2016 Summer Olympics. I mean, talk about an athlete. Um, So I would love for you to kind of talk us through how it was growing up in all those sports and kind of what drove you for that and then the transition to America. I started in sports when I was seven years old. That was my whole life. I was, uh, my family was really poor in Brazil. And then sports was kind of like my escape to have like a better life, opportunities and everything, right? And then my mom put me in gymnastics first, but I didn't like it. And then I saw judo and I was like, that's my life. I want to fight. And then, yeah, that was always a thing for me. And then I fell in love for judo. And then when I was 11 years old, I was already like uh, in the Brazilian team. And then I was like, yeah, that's my life. That's what I want to do. That's, that's what I love to do. So, and then my mom started seeing that like judo gave me like opportunity to go to better schools because they paid for it. And then I went to the university, like uh, to uh, law school and then judo paid for it because my mom would never be able to pay for it. So they gave me a lot of opportunities. I left, I left home when I was 15 to travel and then like train. So everything was going crazy in my life. I was never really home since I was 15. And then on 2016, I got opportunity to, because my ranking was going up in judo with my matches. And then I got an opportunity to try out for the Olympic games. That was like my biggest dream, my goal in my career. Unfortunately, I lost. And then I thought, you know, you, you think it's like, oh, my career is over. You know, I was super young, but at the moment it felt like it. That was when pro wrestling became a thing in my life. Wrestling is not a big thing in Brazil. I never watched it. I never knew about it before. That was not a thing at all for me. It's hard because normally everybody that asks like, oh, who's your favorite? who was your favorite wrestling growing up? I'm like, I don't have it because I never watched it till I came here. So WWE contacted me and then they asked me to do a tryout. And I said, no, because I was like, I don't know what it is. And in my mind, I was like, I'm not getting out of my country to go like to a different country to do something that I don't even know what it is. I'm not going to lie. I thought that was like, I don't know if my accent will help with this word, but I thought that was some type of like prostitution or something because like I'm not getting out of my country. I didn't, I didn't know. I had no idea what it was. But then I knew Adrian and he was in WWE. I asked him. And then I was like, yeah, let's do it. It's a good opportunity. So that's how Pro Wesley like, became a thing in my life. That's great. And I love when you talk about your family too. When was the last time you saw them? Because with the pandemic, it's been a while for all of us. Are you close with your family? And kind of would you like to go back and visit, obviously, um, when everything opens back up? But when was the last time you saw them? I don't want to cry. <laughs> um, that was two years ago. I always go home like once a year because of our schedule back in WWE was crazy. So I was just able to go there in December. And then everything happened with pandemic and then I was not able to go. I'm really close to my mom, my sisters, 
and I have a little one. She's eight right now, so it's hard. We're the same as you. We haven't been home in almost two years. So we got you back. We'll send you our love too. We're all in this together. So hopefully everything opens up soon and we can go hug our mums. <laughs> hey, I think we were um, at your WWE tryout. Do you remember that? Uh, a little bit. I remember more like Bailey because she was screaming at me all the time. <laughs> yes. I feel like with the tryouts, like there's so many people there, but they are specifically looking at one or two people. And I remember you being one of the people that they were looking at and you were just, obviously you didn't have pro wrestling experience, but you were just such a standout for how good of an athlete you were. And you just already had that like star quality about you. So like I knew before I knew that they were going to sign you because it was just like, how could they not? But so how was that experience? You said Bailey was yelling at you. That was crazy because honestly, I had no idea what I was doing. I'll be 100% honest, no idea. But then because of like my background, I was like, that's a competition and I want to win. And then I was like, what am I winning? Like, I don't even know, but like, it's a lot of people, it's a competition and I'm going to do, I'm going to be the best. That was my mentality. (laughs) And then I was just doing, and I didn't know any English. Like I didn't know how to say hi back then, right? And I had to watch it first and then try to do it. And I'm like, oh my God, I have no idea what I'm doing. And I need to be copying what people are doing because I have no clue. But then that was fun, you know, like that was that was a great opportunity. I will never forget. And I remember Bailey, like every time I was doing the stance, she was like <sighs> screaming at my face. She was motivating me, like, hell yeah, I like this. Well, I mean, that just speaks to your like star power and how much potential you had that you came into this world, didn't know left from right, didn't know up from down, and you really prevailed. And uh, that's awesome to hear. And, and Anna, I'd love to know, so you're from Brunswick, Georgia, Wikipedia told me. That's correct, isn't it? The South, very South. Very South. I'd love to know how you got into wrestling. Were you a fan growing up as a child and kind of how did you get into wrestling school and how did that all come about to you? My dad was always a huge wrestling fan, so I would just sit down and watch it with him. And it was kind of a joke because I have two brothers and they never watched it, but like I loved it. Um, and so I always wanted to do it. And I was always telling my parents, like, I really think I can do this one day. And I was probably like 10 years old and they were always really supportive and like, yeah, you probably can. Like you should try. It kind of fell into my lap in the best way possible because I was in college where I am from. It's kind of confusing. My aunt is good friends with Glacier, who is from WCW. And he is the one who owns the power factory, which is now the nightmare factory, um, in Atlanta with QT Marshall. And so she was, I guess, just talking to him saying like, yeah, my niece loves wrestling. She's always wanted to try it, blah, blah, blah. And so he was like, well, tell her to come to the school and try it. And so whenever I found out, I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is it. Like, I have to try it. Let's see. Um, So I drove to Atlanta, which is about five hours from where I'm from, um, where I live now. And I went to a wrestling camp and I loved it. Didn't know anything kind of like Tynar. Like I had no idea what I was doing. I've never stepped into a ring before. And I went to a wrestling camp. I'm like, this is really intimidating, but I loved it. And I knew it was something I wanted to do. So, and I knew too, that I would have to move in order to follow this dream because, you know, you have to put your all into it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to move, dropped out of college. Uh, I think it was about five months later, I ended up moving to Atlanta to train full time. And then here I am. Wow. That's incredible. When the wrestling call comes, you you just answer it. I, I love those stories. That's awesome. And I'm not exactly sure how you hurt your shoulder. How did 
how did that happen? How's recovery going? Unfortunately, I don't know if the surgery was not what it was supposed to be or recovery or anything like that. I'm not sure. I ended up tearing my labrum in my shoulder again in training. And that's what you had done previously? Like you injured it the first time? Same arm, same tear, everything. They just think that maybe the first surgery was not 100% well done. And yeah, I just tore my labrum, found out. Obviously, I was really bummed out, but I'm really hoping, fingers crossed, this surgery is the charm and I don't have to worry about this ever again. But unfortunately, injuries are a part of what we do, so... That's exactly right. I feel like I've been pretty lucky. I haven't had anything super serious happen, but I like you're totally right. It's I feel like every wrestler is going to have some sort of an injury throughout their career. Jess, you've been pretty lucky. You've only had a bloody nose in 15 years. Knock on wood, I've only ever had a bloody nose and it was from uh, one of my friend's chests. I ran into his chest and it just made my nose bleed. But that's it. But I've been super lucky. But I hope recovery and everything's going well. Um, you look great. Hope you can keep being healthy and get back, um, you know, sooner and stronger than ever. That's awesome. Um, and then, Tay, I've noticed you've got a few tattoos. Uh, I, I did a deep scroll on your Instagram um, and I saw that you, your latest, I think it's your latest tattoo, it's on your ankle, it's with a love heart and it says predestined. I would love to know the meaning of that and then also like how many other tattoos you have. I'm really um, a believer in God and the universe and like positive thoughts. And then I feel like that with your mind, if you have the right mindset, you can do whatever you want. It's just like having the right mindset and work hard and things going to work. Right. And then that I was watching a, a Netflix show. Uh, it's a guy from Brazil, a soccer player, and he used that word a lot. And then when I watched it, I saw my my life in his life. I was like, damn, it, it's my story. You know, it's pretty much the same thing. And then I remember I got so emotional and I started crying watching it. And I was like, I'm going to use that because it reminded me of my story. So the word is like, yeah, I'm predestined to good, to do good, to do big things because I believe that. And yeah, talking about the tattoos, I, I have a couple I have like my new butterfly that I love it. <laughs> yeah, I got, I, I can't show, I don't know, I'm weird. Like a new one here too. That means like everything's going to be all right, but in Spanish. Oh, because yeah, I learned Spanish when I got here too, when I was learning English. So yeah, I have like Believe in Yourself. That was my first one when I was 17 years old, I guess. How many languages do you speak? Three? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like kind of. <laughs> so you learned Spanish and English at the same time. Yeah, I never really like, you know, the degree paid for uh, a teacher because of English. But then Spanish, I kind of learned on my own because I had like Raul and Victoria. They're my best friends. So I was like, well, if I want to communicate, I need to learn. That's so cool. Anna, how's Navy? Oh, my God. <laughs> currently at daycare because I knew if I did this, she'd be in the background wanting attention. She's really good though. She's huge. She's, I think, 65 pounds at six months. So she's big and rotten, but she's the best. And honestly, like I'm, I'm so happy I got her, especially because I'm alone. So it's like having a dog is the best thing ever when you're by yourself, especially. She's so cute. I saw a picture of her. She's adorable. And I went to the kitchen to make us like to make dinner for us. 
And she didn't want Anna to be out of the sofa. She wanted to be in the sofa with both of us. And she was in the middle. And she started crying. She's dramatic. <laughs> Tainara came to visit me. And Navy is obviously here. But Navy was so attached to Tainara. Literally, like, slept on her and everything. Oral Sessions is proud to be presented by FanDuel. You guys never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Uh, Why do I play FanDuel? I play FanDuel because I'm new to the fantasy game. I kind of need somebody to hold my hand through the whole process. And the thing with the FanDuel Fantasy app is that it's so incredibly easy to use. Even a dum-dum like me can make it work. And if you happen to be a fence sitter like yours truly, you guys can pick a new team every single game. You can switch it up. You can change your mind. It's all up to you. Ball is in your court. So FanDuel is offering new users a deposit match of up to 500 smackaroos when you make your first deposit. Just go to FanDuel.com slash cowherd for more info. FanDuel.com slash cowherd. FanDuel, more ways to win. You know, you guys have been um, doing singles competition as well in wrestling, but then also you are a tag team as well. So how do you find it working with each other? Easy peasy. (laughs) Yeah, easy peasy. I don't know. We just had something that we connect right away. First day we met. That was just like, boom, hit us. It's working. So everything was easier. I tell her like, we feel like we feel like we know each other for years since we were a kid, and we just know each other for a year, almost. And like I always say too, because people have asked, like you know, do you like doing singles or tag better? It's just, I mean, and you both know too, it's a lot different. And like singles is cool for it's obviously like for its own reasons, but tagging is so much fun because I feel like the pressure is like you can really really have fun with it. I don't know. That's just at least how I feel. I love singles wrestling. Like, it's just fun. I feel like you can, like, really, like, dig into, like, the match and just be in the moment. But tag wrestling, never had so much fun in the ring, especially, like, when you have a partner that you connect with so easily. Like, Jess would just make me laugh. She wouldn't even mean to. Just, like, she's, I say all the time, she's the funniest person I know. So I know whenever I have a tag match, doesn't matter if it's TV, a live event, at training, I'm going to have a good time. And you guys have... Matching gear, I've seen like the green set, which I'm obsessed with. I love a good emerald green. Oh, looks so good with a nice spray tan. <laughs> good, good looking. Um, did you guys come up with that color scheme together? Did you make adjustments to make your gear a little bit more cohesive and a tag team? Or did you just kind of say, let's just get green gear and it turned out amazing? Well, we wanted to do matching gear together and we were trying to think of a color and we were like, well, like what colors like no girls on our roster really have right now? Just because, you know, you try to like be different a little bit. But um, then I was like, well, why don't we do like green and black? Because we, I don't even know how we decided on that, but I think I just do green and you were like, yeah, I love it. And so then we just told the same guy makes our gear. Um, So we really didn't do anything different, like for our shape and like all the design and stuff. We just were like, let's just do green, same design, and then we'll just make it work together. It's always fun designing gear and getting inspiration for it. It's always a lot of fun. And then, you know, bedazzling the, the shit out of everything is always nice and having it sparkle. But we haven't gotten to wear it together yet, just taking pictures. So hopefully soon at some point. Do you know when you might be coming back there now? Not yet. You don't know. I don't really know. I know everything's going on track how it should. Um, of course, like, you know, the doctors don't really want to say just because 
it could change. I don't really know. But yeah, everything's going as it should. I mean, obviously, I hope sooner than later. But then again, I also am not rushing it. So I don't really have a time frame yet, but we'll see. How long ago was surgery? Uh, I had surgery March 11th. So it's been three months now. You look great. You don't even look like you're injured. I feel really good. Like everything feels pretty much normal now, but it's just, you know, obviously it's not. And it's not wrestling normal, I guess. Makes sense. You don't want to rush back and then have it happen again. And then it's like, you've got to take a year off and it's, it's just not worth it. Oh no, definitely not worth it. The next time you're watching basketball, I've got the perfect way for you to get in on the action for free. I'm talking about NBA in play. It's absolutely free to play on the FanDuel app and features all the fun of live betting. NBA in play turns every quarter of every game into a free contest where you can win real cash prizes. So while you're watching the game, all you have to do is predict the outcome of plays and game props before they happen to claim your share of the prize pool. Best of all, a new contest starts every quarter of every game, giving you even more ways to win. FanDuel is the exclusive home for NBA in play. So the action's always available right at your fingertips on the FanDuel app. The app is so easy to use and it takes less than two minutes to sign up. And it doesn't matter where you live or where you're traveling to because NBA InPlay is available in every state. Don't miss your shot. Get in the game and download the FanDuel app to start playing NBA InPlay today. Is it time, Jess? Yes, we, we thought we'd do uh, rapid fire questions for you both. I've got rapid fire questions and I'm going to ask them to you, Anna. What is your favorite fast food? Taco Bell. Oh, I've never had Taco Bell. Yeah, she's never had it and it blows my mind. Okay. Um, what was your first job? Uh, I worked at a prom dress store. What is your favorite emoji? I like the hugging one, the smiling with the hug. If you had to eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, chicken fingers and fries, 100%. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, we need to go out to eat. Um, okay. Uh, you get to have dinner with one person, dead or alive. Who is it? That's such a hard question. Uh, honestly, right now, off the top of my head, Rihanna. She's just, I'm in love with her. Ooh, hell yeah. Um, would you rather walk to work in heels or drive in reverse? Oh, walk in heels. Well, it depends. Like, how far are we walking? From your house. <laughs> work is in Jacksonville, so that's five hours right now. Yeah. <laughs> but reverse, I feel like I'd probably crash a couple times. Um, I guess reverse. It's just going to take me a long, like a long time to get there. What is your favorite attribute of yourself? I try to be nice to everyone. I know, I know that's like a basic thing to say, but like, I, I always try to like make genuine connections. And if it's not genuine, I just like stay low key. If that makes sense. I don't know. What's your favorite attribute of Tay? First off the fact that we obviously hit it off. It's like, I just feel like we're the same person. Um, probably that she's always in a good mood because sometimes I can be like super like this, but I feel like she kind of brings me up. If that makes sense. Which do you prefer, Christmas movies or horror movies? Oh, Christmas movies. I can't watch scary movies. I'm not kidding. I'll have nightmares and, like, not want to go to sleep. So, no. I can't even watch scary movie, and I know that's a comedy. Um, okay, who is your celebrity crush? Uh, I say that, well, probably, like, a younger Matthew Ooh, McConaughey. Good, nice. Oh, gosh, yes. Magic Mike, Jess, what's that line that you always put me with? Can you touch it? Can you touch it? But he's crying Oh gosh, we always talk about magic. Mike, great movie. Yeah, great movie. And he looks great now. Just like for me, obviously. Like, I mean, he's got like a family and stuff. But that's all right. <laughs> he is a hunk. Very good questions, um, Cass. Lovely and good answers, Anna. Uh, Tay, it is your turn, my dear. 
I'm nervous. <laughs> oh, you better be. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They're all fine. They're all fine. And then a lot of them are similar to Cassie's, which is funny because we didn't know what, which other was typing. Okay, here we go. Question one. If you could have dinner with a celebrity, who would it be? Hello. What is your all-time favourite movie? I'm going to be honest, I don't really watch movies, but but I, I go more for like, I don't know if I'm saying that right, documentaries. So I will say The Secret. Pizza or burgers? Pizza. What is one thing on your bucket list? Uh, Japan. If you could be a cookie flavor, what would you be? What do you mean? Like chalk chip, oatmeal raisin, white chocolate macadamia. Let's go for macadamia. Yes, love that. That's my favorite. Are you a morning or a night person? Night. Night person. So you like to sleep in? Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. Describe yourself in three words. I don't know. I'm excited, happy, and persistent. What's your biggest fear? Lose my family. And lastly, if you could teleport anywhere in the world, where would you go? Japan. Good answers. I feel like you were sweating then. But you got through them. That's all right. <laughs> I, I was nervous. I was nervous. <laughs> and I must say, your English is great. Don't ever feel like conscious about that because your English is perfect. You sound amazing, and your accent is who you are. Embrace it, and you sound great. Thank you. It's all. I'm always nervous to do this kind of stuff, and I always call Anna before, right? I told it. I told her like, Anna, help me out, huh? please. <laughs> We got you, darling. Her English is so good. She always says like, oh, it's not. But I'm like, no, it's better than some people who are from here. I wouldn't even know that just a couple of years ago, you didn't know how to speak English. Like, it sounds like you moved here when you were a kid. Oh, God, I wish. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on and, and joining us. I hope you guys had fun. We just like to get to know you a bit more and have, have a good time with you both. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you and I really hope to meet both of you in the ring soon. I'm dying. If if it if it forgets to happen, let's let's yes. positive energy. Yes. Yes. Let's all, yes. Yes. all right. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Bye. Bye guys. Thank you. You know those hot takes you post on social media? Well, now you can win up to five thousand dollars when you put those takes to the test on FanDuel. It's a new game called Over Under and it's absolutely free to play on FanDuel. So here's how it works. FanDuel will set lines on things like total points or three-pointers made during every NBA on TNT broadcast. All you have to do is pick over or under for every prop. Your picks could win you a share of five thousand dollars during every contest. FanDuel is the exclusive home for Over Under, and it's available in all 50 states. You can play from anywhere. All you have to do is go to FanDuel.com slash Over Under and sign up now. If you've not done so already, please just do it. You're going to love it. Just create a new FanDuel account. If you don't already have one, it takes less than two minutes to sign up. Then you put your takes to the test during every NBA on TNT broadcast at FanDuel.com slash Over Under. They could be worth up to 5,000 bucks. Do it. Age and location restrictions apply. See FanDuel.com for terms and conditions. Wasn't that a hoot? Love those girls. Great girls. Thanks for listening, guys. Look, don't forget to follow us on the socials. At Cassie Lee. At Jessica McKay. At Off Her Chops. And guys, don't forget to slay, slay your, your day. day. <laughs> <laughs>